0: Hey listeners, welcome back to the Red Up podcast. I'm here with my buddy, David Power. He is the president of the ICA, so that's what we're going to be talking about a little bit today. And then David's involved with a lot of different things, so I'm going to let him tell you about what all he does in a nutshell, and then we'll dive in.
1: All right. Well hi everybody. Uh yep, as, as Kinzie said, I'm uh David Power. Uh, I work for a company called Oneida Molded Plastics and we're a manufacturer of multiple components in the firearms industry. Uh maybe where most people don't know me from, unless you're in that in that know, I guess, is the right thing. Um, from as a OEM, original equipment manufacturer. Uh, but I work in the industry in a lot of different places. I do things like uh the Industry Choice Awards, which is what I think we're going to talk about a lot of today. So the Industry Choice Awards. Uh, I work with 2A Heritage Junior Camp. I work with Generation 3 uh, 3 Gun. Uh, I work with the Kids and Clays organization as a board member for that, as well as uh, uh, which is benefiting the Ronald McDonald House. Uh, and then, uh, I'm also the match director for the DC project. Uh, I'm a match director for a couple of other, you know, events and things like that. So a lot of fun. Yeah. And a
0: husband and a dad. And a husband
1: and a dad. I have four children in college, so,
0: uh. I'm exhausted.
1: <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot, but, uh, I think the, 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 fun one and one, one of the things we're trying to, uh, to get more of the word out about is the Industry Choice Awards, mm-hmm. um, so, what do you know about the Industry Choice Awards?
0: I've been involved two years now, which has been really cool. Um, so, they're bringing people from the industry, not necessarily, you know, our world is probably more competitive shooters, but everyone from different backgrounds, right? Law enforcement, military, people that are firearms instructors. We need different perspectives from different people on the new products that are coming out, why we like them, what we like about them. These manufacturers that are actually sending us product, they're listening to our feedback. Yeah. And that's so rare to find in a lot of, in a lot of companies, I'll be honest. So... This is really valuable for them, and we've seen it. We've seen them come in with one gun. The next year, they took our feedback and made something different. Yep. That's my perspective. on it. I don't yeah. know if that's right or not.
1: That's pretty close, pretty close. So the, the history behind it was several years ago. I think we're in our seventh or eighth year now of the Industry Choice Awards, and, um, and it's really Industry Choice Evaluations mm-hmm. and then Awards, right? Um, so basically what we found out from the industry as an OEM manufacturer we get to see that a lot of times engineers and the marketing people are, are kind of getting their own world yep. sometimes, and they don't get to see what we do with product, yep. right? And so what I tried to do, you just came up with a concept on a ride back from one of the old uh, Industry Masters events, and I was with a couple of guys from Rockcastle Shooting Center, uh, Nick and Nate Noble, and, and their dad, Jim Noble, and we were talking about some of the things that was missing in the industry, and I said, you know, one of the things I would do with that, I would add, would be... Uh, the engineers and the marketing people and the companies really need feedback from the actual users of the product. Uh, you know, because the biggest problem is is you don't ever know, like, for example, <laughs> when you get an email, when you get uh, feedback from it that it's some guy who is sitting in his mom's basement in his underwear and he just comes back and says the only time he's ever seen it is because he played it on like Modern uh, yeah. Warfare 3 or whatever. Okay. I remember back in the day I did a, um, I did a uh, full marketing study on a product line to bring to the u.s okay. right so we I had done one successful and i did a full marketing study and i'm sitting there and this is when you know my kids were younger and i did a marketing study on it and i said oh this is great this is a this is a great product you know and this would be a good one to bring in the u.s and mm-hmm. so i was talking through a lot of those things and and I did this whole 10-page market study about this is why we should bring it in. But I kept seeing things on like their blogs and all this. And it, set, it kept saying MW3, blah, blah, blah. The magazine's too hard to load because yeah. it's this and it's MW3. Yeah. And all these things. And I'm like, so I wrote this whole marketing report. And I'm sitting there talking to my son about it one day. And, and he's asking, you oh, know, Dad, what are you doing? And I told him what I was doing. And I, and I told him what the product was. And he said, oh, yeah, like on Modern Warfare 3. <laughs> And so I realized I just did a 10-page marketing report with all these people who acted like they had actually shot this gun, and they had never shot it before, oh, they just know it from a video game. Of so I wondered how that went with the rest of the market, right? So that was one of the ideas we came up with, and I'm like, you know, for them to hear, so what we try to do is we try to bring in 20 to 30 people from all over the industry. We've got, we bring in gunsmiths, you know, competitive shooters, we bring in law enforcement people, we bring correctional officers, we bring in uh, retail store owners, uh, distributors, people like that, because their opinion really is what the customer is. Yeah,
0: and different age brackets, too, which Because I'm new-ish, but different perspective of how much I know versus someone that has 30 years of experience is completely different. Sure. Yeah. And, and, and
1: really, the goal is very simple, is how do... Manufacturers, uh, mainly domestic manufacturers, and it can be international manufacturers too. How do we take that product and make it different <laughs> to the market and feed the market niche of what they're looking for? Yeah. So not every gun is a competition gun. I will yeah. say, yeah. you know, in all honesty, you know, from from the world I am, where most people may know me from three gun yep. and uh, and those things. Um, the biggest issue that I saw with with bringing evaluators in is the ones who well, there's a criteria to be met, you know that you've got to have so much experience and all this, and and we provide that data feedback right. about our evaluators, not the individual, in a but in a big aggregate piece, yeah. and it says you know there's and then I think you know this year for example there's no one with you know it's it's ten years or more experience yeah. right or, or things like that, and so that's. It's kind of the averages are really large, but we found out that a lot of them are three-gunners. <laughs> and here's the reason for that. I think that's some of because of the connection of people right. that are sending in. But the other side I found out is they're some of the most, what's the right word, uh, educated about multiple disciplines. And they're dealing with the, the shotguns. They're dealing with rifles. They're dealing with pistols. They're dealing with all this different equipment. Okay. They can still carry. They're hunters. They do all these different things. Yep, And so... And I wouldn't say that they're very non-niche oriented, yeah. right? They're very broad in their okay. spectrum. So we do have a heavier, I think this year it's about 45% okay. of our evaluators. Okay. Uh, I, and I hate to use the word identify, but <laughs> put their perspective in as competition shooter, right? right? So uh, we try to take that feedback. The cool part about it is this doesn't go to the media, right? Right. So this is not something that you're going to see magazine articles about. You're not going to see, um, you know... How things did, and you're not going to get the bad mouthing, you know, and stuff like that that mm-hmm. you would, and you're not going to get the hate mail right. uh, from some kid in his mom's basement, you know, that sends you an email. You know that this is actually a group that has experience, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And that feedback, that data goes to one place and one place only, and that's back to the manufacturer who submitted the product. Cool. And they can't identify who the evaluators are, right. they just know that they were 25, 30 people that this is what their comments said. This is how they rank the product. Okay. So it's really a kind of a cool thing. And then they'll take that. I've, I've seen it, it just, you know, from behind the scenes being a yeah. little bit behind the curtain where I've sat in, you know, discussions of new product launches. And they're saying, hey, this project, this is what people said about it. And they're actually sitting there reading evaluation <laughs> comments. And I'm sitting in the corner kind of going, I know. But, I, you know, because yeah. I get to see the data. I'm the only other one, right? Yeah. You know, besides, our, you know, besides that. So this information is, is is pretty valuable. I mean, and we're fun. in that world today that, you know, how do you catch capture a market? It's all about having data. It's all about having information about if the customer says, I would you know, this grip is too big for uh, the you know, for my hand and they get that twenty times mm-hmm. out of twenty five evaluators. They consider that. Right. You know, right. so that, I know I kind of spun it there for I a minute. I yeah,
0: I'm curious, can you share like what has been like the coolest product that's come out like innovation wise? Can you talk about that? Yeah, we do.
1: That's kind of one of the unique ones. We do the uh, innovation of the year, yep. uh, uh, which is the Frank DeSomo uh, uh, from POF, uh, Innovate, innovative product of the year. Mm-hmm. And the reason we do that is Frank was, uh, you know, who passed away uh, a few years ago, but Frank was one of the most influential innovators in the market and he was a big uh, what's the right he was a big influencer to me mm-hmm. just in the fact of when we started this up and he got his first data package he the company was just like right, this fine. is amazing <laughs> uh-huh. this is exactly what we want you know so yeah they were a big supporter of it oh, and boy. uh so from that you know unfortunately you know they and and they submit product every year mm-hmm. but they use that data and they've came out with some really unique products. When they came out with their, I um, uh, forget the name of it, but they came out with their three hundred eight, their version on an AR fifteen platform type oh, okay. thing. Really an amazing, you know, gun. Uh, I think it was the Revolution. Yeah. It was just an amazing engineering feat that mm-hmm. was accomplished, right? Mm-hmm. And that was uh, it. Won a Rifle of the Year one year, and then of course after he passed uh, later on down the line, and we continue to see. Innovations like that from yeah. products now uh, from different companies. And so we in honor of Frank mm-hmm. uh, We actually created because we get a you know a, a Innovation of the year. Oh, yeah, right And so now we take this whole group of products and not only do you have the rifle of the year the pistol of the year the Premium accessory of the year mm-hmm. optic of the year if it's something really unique and everybody kind yeah. of it. Uh, last year one of the cool ones um, uh, of the innovation was uh, Armageddon gear you know, great company, um, good folks down there and all that, <laughs> excuse me, they sent in a product that was just one of those things like, wow, this is pretty cool, and the reason it was, it was a tripod caddy that you put around uh, on a tripod, one of the simplest things, but it had a pouch for everything, <laughs> everything. It, was, it was so thought out.
0: Didn't it have the rainproof? Yeah, really,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Had, I mean, it was so well thought out, and you just sit here and you just kind of baffles you yeah. like, why did I not think of that myself? <laughs> Right. And that's the kind of stuff we look forward
0: to, yeah. It's weird to me, because I've worked in entrepreneurship my whole life, is, like, how are they still finding innovative things, right? Mm-hmm. You, you would think, okay, the AR platform's mastered. Then you have these ambi controls come out, right? And you're like, oh, that makes yeah. sense. But yeah, like you're saying, it is neat that there is still more. Right. There's so many people that think differently, and it's impressive.
1: Sure. Well, the, and, the, and the industry, let's face it. The industry is a lot deeper than what
0: Some the regular
1: think. shooter sees, yeah. right? They don't see... The behind-the-scenes type mm-hmm. of things they don't see all the engineering work that goes into it they don't see that building a tool for you know uh, for like our world in injection molded plastics is going to take this long to do so these products you know and that's the, that's the advantage I have I'm blessed <laughs> to the fact that I'm working on products now that won't be launched until 2023 years. or 2024 yeah right i mean i always make the joke you know about non-disclosures right. well i can't tell you really what i make for who yep. and that type of stuff for non-disclosures I, i've signed so many of them i can't tell you my mom's <laughs> just name just don't
0: tell anyone right that. i can't, t- I can't even <laughs> tell
1: you my mom's name i've signed non-disclosure on that um but uh <laughs> there's so much work and detail and some fantastic mm-hmm. people that are behind the scenes that never get the credit they never mm-hmm. get the recognition when they sit there and they think about on this product well you know if i just did this yeah then i could make it a left-handed version this is a funny one you i'll give you a, a, a tidbit on that okay so if you're a left-handed shooter mm-hmm. let's just say for example on a bolt gun all right yeah okay yeah well almost every gun is you know on a bolt action rifle is all made for right-handed shooters because it's the largest population Right. But you've got a whole nother cutout on a stock that has to go for a left-handed version. Yeah. So a left-handed shooter gets what you'll call like an insert line on the right-hand side. They don't care because they got a left-handed gun, but that insert line is because most of them are made. The tooling is made for it to be right-handed, but you insert that there so that you can make it in a left-hand. So, would you rather make it for a left hand and have every right-handed one with a line on it or mm-hmm. just a little bit of left hands? Oh, okay. okay. So, it's just neat little that stuff like me. that that people don't think about because that's how the, the engineering world has to think yeah. and work on it. And, you know, if you're going to do the different center barrel channel, right, for one, you're, you're paying hundreds of thousands of dollars for tooling for these things yeah. to be set up. And then you got to think about well, is it going to handle the bull barrel later on? Is it going to be camouflaged or you know and decorated in <laughs> these things? So what do I have to do for that? That means it's got to have a a hole in it so that it'll drain the water out. It's just yeah. so many fine details that people miss, and that's what we're trying to bring with some of the evaluation. Is now people are looking for those machine details and things behind the 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 uh, importance of each product, how much thought goes into it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Can you give the behind the scenes when you're in the room listening to people like mess yeah. with guns? Like, are you excited? Are you internally like laughing? Are you surprised when something like you didn't see catches your eye?
1: Occasionally, yeah. Okay. I'm always surprised by the what people attract to, right? Sure. You know, because it's a different world when they're looking at it. They're like, uh, you know, because you, you, one of the questions I always put in the evaluation is what perspective are you looking yeah. at it at? So one of the perspectives I use is if if this gun is a... You know, a small carry handgun. You're not gonna look at it as a competition gun. Right. Well, I don't think of certain things about a concealed gun. We all have a little bit of bias about things, sure. right? And and um, but you you try to look at it from a standpoint of would I carry this? Yeah. Why would I carry it? Mm-hmm. And then you know one of the funny ones we saw this year was um, you know on a holster, perfect a concealed carry holster uh, and a firearm. And one of our evaluators does a cartwheel <laughs> to see whether it will. Fall out during that point. It I like two,
0: but one was complete. Two, yeah, yeah, one was a complete <laughs> one, one. The other
1: one was just kind of, you know, was was horrible. Pathetic. Yeah, it was pathetic. It was pathetic. But it was kind of fun because yeah. I, I would never think of picking this thing up and doing a cartwheel with it to see if the gun fell out. Yeah, but it was interesting, right? Yeah. And you know, it's from a different perspective of something I wouldn't have thought. Right, 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 right. Um,
0: and clothing you would never wear.
1: Yeah, and clothing. Oh, yeah, you don't want to see me in a pair of those stretchy black pants. It's hey, not a pretty. They band. make your butt look. Yeah. Ex- <laughs> <laughs> not me, not me. But, uh, yeah, wow. <laughs> I would to throw these podcasts. I love, Very fun. I love it. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Uh, wow. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's just little things like that. And then the, the, the you know, some of the details that people go through, right? Mm-hmm. You don't expect them to gravitate to certain things. And you're like, I mean, there's a couple of products on here. And, I mean, people gravitated to it. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah. that's impressive.
0: Oh, yeah. you know and then there's other
1: things like i'll be you know now that the evaluations are over this year i can't influence any i don't try never yep. i don't say a word he right? doesn't
0: he really does. I'm, excellent I'm, person i'll let you
1: guys i let them do the, yep. the work or whatever but you know one of the cool ones i watch is i see you know the history of the industry mm-hmm. right i go way back in 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 uh uh in the industry, and you see how things changed, right? If you ever read, like, the story of Glock? Yeah. How Glock came into the U.S. and all the things that happened with that. It was pretty unique um, of some of the things that they did. Yep. Right? And now I see things like the history of Marlin, right? I knew Marlin firearms back when they were in Connecticut. You know, the early days and the work that they used to have to do to make a Marlin gun work. Yeah. You know, in those days. I mean, in my in my day, you know, everybody bought a... Marlin thirty thirty off of the Sears and Roebuck catalog, and that's what you shot your first deer with, yeah, type of thing, right? And it was kind of one of those neat things, and you watch how that's progressed, and to see that that went to Remington for several years, and the struggles that they had at their time, and whatever happened with it, you know, within that organization, I won't get into, yep. you know, with those things. But then when Ruger buys that company, and in a year's time, they came out with the new. You know, a new Marlin gun. I mean, to me, that's an engineering feat. when you know how much things go behind the scenes, yeah. and uh, you know, and the craftsmanship that, and the pride that different companies take in their stuff, and yeah. then you see the ones who don't. Right. I mean, right. that's kind of hard sure. to do. I know. Yeah. It's 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 a uh, there's a there's a fine line. Uh, just like in competition, I always say, you know, in competition shooting, there's a fine line between. Um, gaming a stage and cheating—that's right. Right, there's right. a very yep. fine line. Yep. And I see the same thing in the design world of firearms. Right. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, there's a very fine line between—I've got to get this product launched and, pro- and out to production because I got to start making money to pay back, right. you know, all these machine tools and things that I've built, and then to the difference of, but I've got to make it right too. Yeah. So you can rush something to market and fail miserably. Oh yeah. Right. Or you can. Take, you know, or you can rush something to market with the right resources and do well with it. Yeah. And you don't even know what it's going to do. I mean, I'm amazed at companies <laughs> that spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on innovation yeah. of product and they miss some of the simple things. I
0: know. You know? It's disappointing.
1: It is disappointing.
0: It's disappointing. Yeah. yeah. So behind the products too, um, how much do you work with like established brands that we've known, like mm-hmm. big names, and then how much do you pick up like the little guys or the, the newer, the people that, you know, we haven't heard of these brands before. Yeah. How do you choose that?
1: Well, it's 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 unique. Um, I feel like in a lot of cases, I'm gonna brag on my company yeah. for a second. You know, I've been with them for for several years, and uh, I love what I do. It's it's behind the scenes. It's kind <laughs> of you know you and everybody wonders what you do, and you can't tell them. But the people who right. don't know. That's the cool part, right? It's kind of that you know, man of mystery, secret service, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But the cool part is, is it, it's a mix. Uh, there's some very established domestic companies, right, that recognize that there's only. I'll use an example. There's like six thousand plus injection molded plastics companies. There's probably more than that. More like ten thousand in the United States. And realistically, there's only about four of them, or five of them that I would, as a manufacturer mm-hmm. of a of a product brand, that I would want to use in a firearm. Component. Wow. Okay. And the reason for that is because if you've got a guy that doesn't, if you've got a group that doesn't shoot and all they're doing is making a part. Yeah. Right. And uh, then. They don't understand it. I remember one of my first, um, one of my first uh, programs that I ever got in injection molded plastics. Um, I lost. Uh, I say I got. I lost it, and it was because the. It, it, when I say I lost it, because I just was so baffled. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Why would you do this? Mm-hmm. And they built like a comb on the rifle so high, and this was supposed to be a gun that was going to come out to be, like. You know, it's supposed to be a price point unit for like $250, 300 or something like that. And they made this comb so high that the only thing you could do was use 30 millimeter and high ring scope. Oh, gosh. So now all of a sudden your scope is going to cost three, four times the gun that you have. And you can't even shoot irons off of it. No. And the product, I lost the program. And I, I was like, oh, this you know, this is my job is to win these programs. Right. But I lost it. And the product failed miserably. Now, I'm not always Right. Sure. Right, but this was one of those where you <laughs> hold your level and you say, This is there's something weird about this, yeah. So, I do a mix of large companies, obviously, and then we have some up and coming and new companies that are trying to get in it. And unfortunately, sometimes it takes them a while to find me, oh, right? yeah. And I say, Me being the company, yeah, because they'll try the local shop, they'll go with people that who might be making automotive parts and medical components and the same thing. And we find the same thing with, uh, with all the steel parts too, right? Because yeah. you can go and say, hey, can you make this? And they're like, sure, anybody can run it on a screw machine <laughs> or whatever the, the, the part might be or a die cast or, yeah. um, uh, or a mem. They can do that, but if they don't make firearms parts, they don't understand why it has to be so yeah. perfect yeah. in order for it to work and what's important and what's not important. Sure. You know, so there's some things that are not important. A fit and finish on an inside of something is not as important as what you get at the end of it. Right. A pin that's going to hold your trigger in is a heck of a lot more important than a pin that takes down, you know, a back <laughs> receiver or something. I've had my trigger pins lock. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: So wow. it's,
1: it really comes down to the understanding of what we do yeah. and the firearms industry is fantastic with that. Yeah. Once you get to a certain level, I feel like, and it sounds egotistical, it's not, but in the firearms side of business, even the small companies, when they find out that they get kind of in the know mm-hmm. of who the right companies are, they're just they're on that next level. It's easier. They're moving up to where now they're actually getting the right type of products. Now. We don't fit for everybody either because sure. we're high production, you know, that type of thing. That's, yeah. You know, if you come to a company like ours, you say, man, I'm going to, I think we're going to do like 2,000 of these. And I'm like, a week? <laughs> a month? <laughs> right? Yeah. A day? Because yeah, yeah. I've got probably, you know, like that. And they're like, no, next year. And I'm like, whoa. Uh-oh. There's some places that you probably ought to be. And i yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. type <laughs> Things like that. Uh, but then there's ones who are like, I, I want to do it once and do it right yeah yeah and those are the type companies when we get a company that says dude yeah that they want to do it once and they want to do it right and they know how hard it is to get a product in the market and they listen you know that's the great part Um, we've had products over the industry choice awards that I love it's great stories behind it to where we'll have you know a product one year was submitted first year and they came back and I watched this group it was really interesting I watched this group take that product (laughs) Right, I mean, take the the information after the uh, announcements are made, and they got they had their data, mm-hmm. and they went off into a room and had a big discussion. Okay. and then what I understood later is they actually went back to their whole group and had a discussion about the data that we provided for. Wow, them. and they said, okay, we understand what this you know what the market's looking for now. Mm-hmm. They revamped their product, incorporating all of the things that were on there. Came back with in the next year and actually won Won the the product of the year in that category. (laughs) Um, We've had ones that, uh, you know, there's product, you know, this year that I know they updated based directly off the data. You know, that they said, hey, they said that this site was too low or this was different or whatever type thing. So I hope, my biggest hope is is that we're providing a service to the industry. And, you know, the cool part of that is it doesn't cost the companies anything. This is a you know i've done the research on it before if you were to try to build a team like what we put together mm-hmm. right and, and 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 have that type of data gathering type of system you're upwards of ten thousand dollars a person wow. to do so, and we do twenty-five people, right? Yeah. So it's huge. You can you can Google it and look up any other stuff and find out how expensive it is to do a marketing team of just five people. Wow. We have twenty-five people that are selected based on their criteria, so they've already met this criteria and level. And then you know that we add to it. We've had evaluators before that fell out. Oh, when wow. I say fell out, they they came in and um, they they would get about. You know, part of the way through the evaluation, they said, this is way over my head. Oh, wow. I don't... I did not realize how much I don't understand oh, about wow. product. Yeah. And they were just like, I'm not the right person. Right. A few of those over the years, and it's been pretty
0: interesting how that worked out. And, that's that's yeah. weird to think about. I didn't think about that perspective. Because I, I... I've, I have the business background, and then I have the marketing. You know, I like to see the packaging and the whole thing, and then I do like to, you know, break things, mess mm-hmm. things. You yeah. need those people.
1: Sure. You gotta have some people that'll <laughs> ask some questions or break something. You know, yeah, you know, and uh, you know, it comes to, to a point that you you gotta look at it a perspective. How does this come apart? Yeah. And you know some of the questions and things like that, if you had to clean this, oh, you know yeah, what, what <laughs> how many tools how many tools it, do yeah. you take? does it come with, it? do you need a specialty tool? yeah, you know, yeah, things like that that you know you just don't think about, but you think about it when you buy the product, and here's the problem with that, and so all of a sudden you've got a company that that is like uh. You bought their product just because you love their brand, or you thought this was a risk, and you saved up for it. Let's say you, you know, you're you're a starving college kid, or whatever it may be, and and you've got you finally saved saved up to have a thousand dollars to buy this this gun or whatever it may be, and you get you get it, and then. From that, you realize that you got to have a specialty tool to do this, and then you start thinking less about the company because they didn't provide that. Yep. Or then you see that they didn't take care of, you know, whatever that issue, and that you've got to add three more components to get to it, what yeah. you want it to be. You're like, why didn't I, you know, yeah. why didn't they provide this for me? Why didn't I, I, I instead of just my $1,000, now I've got to spend another another 500 and I don't have it. Right. And yeah. so now you look down on that company. And I'm not saying that's always the case. You've no. got to, you know, the buyer has to know what they're getting into. But at the same point, it's such a relief when you can see just the details and little, you know, whether it be just a tool to turn the Allen wrenches, you know, the the Allen heads in it, the fasteners for it and stuff like that. It's just, it makes a big deal when you can go out of the box with a product and you can go to the range with it that day or you can...
0: You know, I've, I've been there, yeah, go yeah. to the range, I'm like, I don't have the tool to adjust the dot, yeah. and then I get, like, really upset. Yeah, and you think rest of the company. I do, because I'm like, I, and then I've done that. I've had to come all the way back, and yep. I was so, yeah, yeah. Not
1: every person who buys a gun has their own garage Tools, shop, or or, you know, and things yeah. to do.
0: Yeah, yeah. They've no, yeah. they have no idea zero things sometimes. There's a lot. And some people
1: shouldn't work on things, too. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> agree (laughs) but but, you know it's a different level so it's different different criteria and stuff but i want not only the evaluators right that are in to think about these things those are the leading questions i do i also want the manufacturers the service we're providing for them is for them to send the product in and get that information so they can say you know i never thought about that well it doesn't you know i'd rather sell this you know gun for $1,100 $1,100 and have more satisfied customers mm-hmm. than what I could lose from that person or those people who bought it and realized that they didn't have what they needed when they were yeah. at the range or they were whatever. You yeah. know? So you get the point. It's, oh, yeah. it's kind of a cool thing and um, I hope, that. and we're seeing a lot, we see a lot of repeat you know, customers, you want to call it that. Yeah. Um, the cool part about it is there's no money involved in this. Mm-hmm. You can't influence it. You won't know no. who the evaluators are. You can't try to get them you know, to, to speak better of it or anything like that. It doesn't cost the companies anything. Uh, if they want their product back, we're happy to send it back to them. Right. Um, I do that every year. Uh, There's certain companies that say, hey, I need that back. Right. We're like, okay, I've got product out here, you know, today that I'm sending back, mm-hmm. you know, for things. But what we ask them to do is if they really think we're giving a good service for them is, well, if you leave it with us, we're gonna do two things right? We're going to let you double down, right? <laughs> and the double down is, is one, I'm going to use it to help my evaluators a little bit come back and, and, and enjoy the work that they did, because it's a lot of it work. I mean, it's a lot When I lock them in, a building and 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 a yeah. range and stuff like that for two and a half days, and they've got you know these all these questions and products to go through. And no so,
0: alcohol, you know, nothing like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: nothing <laughs> like that. um But what I try to do at that point is I try to give them that opportunity to say, "Hey, I'm going to put some of that back on a random draw for them." Yeah, just to give them a little something to go back with. Yeah, uh, and then the other thing we do is whatever's left or there that the companies don't want we donate it to the Generation 3 3-Gun. Three mm-hmm. So this is just like another opportunity for that product to get seen again. Right. Not only from an evaluation standpoint, now it gets to be donated into uh, the Generation 3 3-Gun, three in which I'll sidebar that one for a minute. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Great organization um, that uh, started about, uh, this will be the 10th year now for Generation 3. Wow. And from that, I'm trying to think of the how many... Thousands of dollars we've paid out from that organization. So what it is, I, I know it, but I can't remember. I, I hate right. to say it because I'll be wrong. Right, right, every right. So gonna call you out. <laughs> but I know it was upwards of fifty some odd plus thousand over the last. You know that was a few years ago, sure. so I don't remember what it is currently. But what that is is, it's an opportunity. We hold a match in uh, uh, in Missouri every year, and that whole match is set up. For uh, as a benefit, mm-hmm. so people pay their entry fees to come in. It's free to junior shooters, mm-hmm. right? So all the junior shooters come in, and from that, we'll take the product. Some of the products from um, the ICAs and other uh, companies that have donated in, and we will either auction it off, yeah, or raffle it. Sell raffle tickets for it. All the money that's raised, a hundred percent of everything that's raised out of that goes into a fund, and then junior shooters can then go shoot matches all over the country. Right, wherever they want, mm-hmm. and they can shoot the match, turn in a form with the proof that they paid for the match, mm-hmm. the $400 entry fee or whatever oh, yeah. it may be, oh, yeah. and just their scores. Nobody cares about your scores, yeah. so that's from our standpoint. It's just proving that you finished the match, yeah. and then we write you a check back. Awesome. So if it's $400 for the match fee, we'll send you a check for $400. But what that's doing is it's really helping. I've done it for years Right with my, with my kids. Parents, They're all grown yep. now. But you got double the ammo. You've got all the travel expenses. Yeah. You got when they get to a certain age, they can't be shooting dad's guns anymore. They got to have their own. So you got they want their own little thing. Yeah. And then the worst thing you do if you're going to shoot a match, and instead of it being a four hundred dollar entry fee for you, it's now eight hundred dollars because season. you got to pay you and your kid. Oh yeah. Okay. You got to pay their entry fee. So we're at least giving some relief. Yeah. And it's a way to promote you know, more kids into the shooting sports. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And then we do, you know, other things. And Gen 3 also helps support, uh, has in the past, with the 2A Heritage Junior Camps where we have the junior camps, they come in, and we do some training with them and those type of things Shooters as well. volunteer
0: for that, right, to teach? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They,
1: they volunteer to teach. It's a volunteer thing. We put on the, we do raffles for that as well, you know, um, so that money is raised up. We try to keep the cost down for kids because yeah. camp can be expensive. If oh, anybody's yeah. ever had kids at camp. You think that's expensive? Wait till they go to college.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> was a travel volleyball person, yeah. and like it took me ten years to thank my mom and dad. I'm like, thank you. Yeah, I didn't realize. Now I do. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's awesome. It's it's <laughs> a lot of fun. There's a lot of background that goes into sure. what maintains in you know the community of the of uh, the uh, of the shooting sports. Oh, yeah. Right from that aspect, yeah. And as we see more and more import type products come in and all that, um, I'm kind of a. I may be biased to the domestic manufacturings in mm-hmm. some cases, but I'd love to see more of these international companies that are Disrupting. in there that, that are in, yeah, yeah, and they're and they're doing they're making great products, yeah. Well, now it's time to start supporting the conservation efforts. Support mm-hmm. the biggest market that they have, which is the United States, with product mm-hmm. with. Uh, you know, support to the the sports and things that we're able to do here in the United States because that's what's helping them grow, yeah. too. We're the biggest, yeah. I mean, I always said it, you know, with some the international stuff, America, <laughs> but uh, you know, we've got more guns in the state of Texas than they have in all of Europe. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, if you think about yep. it, so it's uh, I need to be here. Solid. Yeah, yeah,
0: what's your background? Education. Like, are you an engineer?
1: <laughs> I am an engineer. Okay. I am a horrible engineer. Really? I am not a good engineer. People will tell you I might have the degree, but that's not something that I've usually done. You
0: spent like a hundred thousand, yeah. So I'm,
1: I'm an industrial engineer, oh, Jesus. but yeah, it's uh, I'm a horrible engineer. Um, my. Uh, Back in the day, uh, this is no bearing on it whatsoever, but I used I was about 17 years in the swimming pool industry. What? And so I worked in that my first part of my career out of it. I went and got my engineering degree thinking that was going to get me out of the swimming pool business. And the first company I went to was, or I got hired on, was one of the largest distributors in the world a swimming pool of swimming pools. Of course. So I get through that a little bit and then I became a, uh, a business analyst. Okay. Uh, I got my master's degree and I became a business analyst and my specialty is $5 million to $50 million companies. Mm-hmm um that's kind of what landed me in the firearms industry cool right so i was picked up by a recruiter uh, i was a program manager for the m16 rifle i built a couple of commercial uh divisions and and companies um and then for the last uh 13 years now i've been doing oem work with the injection molded plastics. so uh i'm not as old as some of the guys but uh you know i will say you know from the from the early days of uh it's different from matches and things like that some people go and they try to shoot you know and uh, I, I love shooting just as much as the next guy, mm-hmm. but I go with it with a, in a research mind. Sure, I'm trying to find out what people are using and why. Yeah, I'll yeah, never yeah. forget my one of my first three gun matches. I've got like this little notepad that I'm sitting here and I'm like marking down how many Bushmasters and how many DPMS and how many you know what guns are being used it. on there. Yeah, what the scopes were yeah. popular. I was back in the old EOTech days and stuff where I'm shooting you know those types. I've of never things. owned an EOTech. It's yeah. totally evol- evolved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, and so I'm looking at what pistols they're using and all this because to me that was just a great opportunity to see. Yeah. People there, and then when you have a uh, a match with like two hundred people, let's just say for example, you've got two hundred people there, and you recognize that you might finish in that mid pack, fifty percent. But those are two hundred of the best people, you sure. know, that you would want by your side when something happened. Yeah. Not only that, but those people go back home to their home range and they're a big deal. Oh yeah. Because they just went to, you know, they, they might the live resource. in Missouri and yeah. and they just went to Wisconsin or Texas or yeah. wherever and shot matches and they're like, Well they, they're a competitive <laughs> shooter. Yep. Yeah. You know, and they there's such a big level and I think we sometimes get um what's the right word? We get so in our own bubble mm-hmm. that we think, Oh, I'm not I'm not doing it great right i'm yeah. I, I i need to work on this skill and that skill and all those things but in comparison to the rest of the world you're in that top 97 you know yeah, you you're 97 you don't think about that at all yeah i mean if you want to see it just yeah. go to a local range on a saturday and watch people or, or one of the basement ranges where they're shooting indoors and watch the person over here doing this you don't make fun of them no. right it's just one of those things they're trying yeah and so i think that's where we sometimes go wrong we don't realize how good our skills may be
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Until we see, you know, because we're surrounded by good people. That's true. That make us better. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's weird being the resource. I I thought about that about a year ago. And people, uh, different ages, different different groups, people that never thought would be asking me for advice mm-hmm. or like what I use, and are buying things because of what I use or recommend. Yeah, that's wild.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's wild. It's kind of cool. I mean, it's uh, you know. <sighs> It's different when they, because they are. They're asking you what would you buy? Oh. And it's, like, it's all you have to do breakfast. is say you're in the firearms industry and, I, and, all, and every mm-hmm. aunt, uncle, brother's, you know, cousins, whatever go, Hey, he's in the what and the number one question you get is, I wanna buy my first handgun. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get mm-hmm. my concealed carry. What would I get? I'll we'll try like, every gun in the It gun depends. Store. Yeah. 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 It's it's like it's fitting anything else. Yeah. I mean um, I
0: hate that question. It's very hard to explain and, and yeah, from a, I think from female to female, just in that aspect, I'm like, all right, well, our hands are all different. Our grip size yeah. are all different. There really is a lot of differences between the genders. So I think that coming to a female instructor or trying, mm. I love rangers that have all the firearms to rent, too. Yeah. That's huge. It's always fun. It's yeah. huge because you think that you love it. Oh, this feels good. Trigger feels good. Sights are great. You shoot it. You're like, nope.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's like wearing a pair of pants, right? I mean, yeah. I can put on. I can't go put on somebody else's pair of pants and so they fit. Like I can't wear those black you know, like, stretchy Katie? pants and my butt <laughs> look good
0: in right? You already brought that back. We around. don't know that yet. We don't know
1: that, but I'm not gonna try it. That's not one of those things. But uh, <laughs> this is great. Uh, it, it is unique, you know, and that's the thing. And I think we sometimes do a disservice uh, to other shooters when the first thing they look at is they're like oh that's pretty in (laughs) a this is the pretty gun Mm -hmm. right and they get it or it's just a little small this is so small i want to get as small as possible and so they get the small gun because they're scared of anything bigger and then it's 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 almost like it's a bad thing but for them because they get even more scared of it because it's like hitting a a ball with the with an aluminum bat the wrong way and it rattles in your hands and they're like oh this is and they don't understand if you went to a midsize or a larger frame it might be harder to carry to begin with but now you're getting used to it yeah right and now you can now when your grip and everything gets better you can then if you wanted to conceal carry i mean we all i mean i, I do at least yep. i have it depends on the situation
0: of and what clothes, i carry the situation yeah. oh it's a whole thing yeah. I, do you have a box of holsters
1: I do. I, I have a lot of different yeah. ones. Yeah, it just fits this, doesn't fit that. <laughs> Depends on what I wear. Like, yeah, I've got my uh, Sunday my Sunday pistol that I'll carry yeah. on Sundays because if I can wear a suit jacket, you know, to church, yeah. or I've got the ones that if I'm in Thanks summertime so that you're doing, you know, it's everybody has that. So it's how yeah. do you how do you say this is what would fit you? You yeah. have to experience it. You, you know, absolutely.
0: I mean, yeah. especially when it comes to accessories, that's really hard to demo those. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to go through a buying process of all the things yeah. until you find the things that work. Sure. Frustrating. sure. So if the shooting side of you, though... Did, when you got into the industry, as far as the business analyst side, is that when you started shooting or did you go? Yeah, up absolutely.
1: Shooting? It was research. Yeah. It was kind of really? one of those things where, you know, you, you got to know your market. You got to know what you're doing. But you weren't what. a shooter before. No, I was a hunter. Okay. I've always hunted. Okay. I mean, you know, since, uh, you know, I'm a regular, I don't know if you know <laughs> it, and I'm kind of a Southern guy. People probably don't you normally Just pick that up. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, I grew up in the woods and, and hunting and shooting squirrels and deer cool. and everything else, you know, and that type of thing. So I love guns, right? You know, mm-hmm. that was always one of those things. And and, um, but the competition side of things, I'd never really shot competition. I've yeah. shot some charity events and things, you know, for, for place. Mm-hmm. but, um, I'd never really shot three gun. I never shot USPSA or any of those, you know, big digit things. And I'm like, this is pretty cool. I mean, it really <laughs> it got is. me into,
0: you know, I'm like, wow,
1: there's a lot of things that can go on with it. Um, yeah. and I watch it too from the, from the kids standpoint of thing. I'll go to the junior shooter side. Cause that's a big deal, right? Yeah. For me. Yeah. Cause I love to see that's where our growth comes from. But I, I, nothing against things like bullseye or Camp Perry and all that. But I'm, I've been to a few of those matches or bench rest shooting. It's like watching paint dry.
0: Oh, my <laughs> I'd rather word. watch curling or like oh. table
1: tennis. I'm like, I mean, if you're doing it, it's great. But if you're in the not moment, a watching. Suspe- <laughs> it's not a spectator sport. Right? Yeah. But then, you know, I got to come through the time of where, you know, you can see kids getting it the, and they're, they're all, you know, They've got their phones, they've got a TV going, they've got an iPad over here. They're, they're, they're so interactive with so many different things, you think you're going to keep over their attention of watching that one piece of paper up there that gives them no feedback until they pull it down and show it to... It's a different uh, market. It's it a different is. world. It is. Um, so I've had the. I've been blessed to come through the early days of the. You know things like Rocky Mountain Three, gun, three gun and Blue Ridge yeah. Mountain, all the independent type of stuff. You know, I was on the President's Task Force with the NRA for a while, cool. where they were trying to get in. You know, within some of the three gun things, and got to see all those. The pro am from its first years mm-hmm. of inception. And those things. It was just amazing to see all the people and how that worked around. And I didn't, I just study it, just watch what's happening, right? With it. And I get to the fact where, you know, people like Blue Ridge Mountain, for example, you know, you're going to be walking a (laughs) tightrope, you know, across a creek or something, and he's going to have you shooting a shotgun through a port sideways, Uh, and I'm shooting under cars and over the top and running, you know, and all these type of things. Just really amazing stuff, very physical type of things. And then you go to a place like, you know, uh, Rocky Mountain 3 gun out there, and the elevation change is just gonna, you can't breathe, and nope. you're doing all these things, and then, you know, you get the sniper challenges, like the old mammoth sniper challenge, and the, cool. all those type of things. You get to see the dynamics of this, and it's just exciting. Yeah. Um, and, and then you get Three Gun Nation days, right? Yeah. One of the most influential things that happened in the market there for a while.
0: Especially um, TV. I, I, yeah. I hear a lot of the stories that that's how I found out about Three Gun. And mm-hmm. it's TV. I wish they'd bring some of that back. but Sure. Yeah. And
1: we don't live in the world that TV is going to respect that very no. much for. So Not we have right to now. make our own way. Yep so in this case no. yeah, yeah. podcasts and things like that because somebody <laughs> somebody's looking for this information absolutely, absolutely right and the only thing you can really say to them you know by the the junior shooter for example you get a kid come out to see a three-gun match like i'm in eyes,
0: <laughs> game on you i feel know? like juniors are so fearless like yeah. i'm jealous of that right
1: uh i've seen so many so come jealous. through the camps and everything over the years back from even the mgm uh, junior camp days and yeah. they still run that out I mean just amazing things and then the ones I've seen through 2A Heritage that are just it's nothing more humbling than watch a kid for the first year who's you know a little you know <laughs> they're a little uh, uh hesitant but they, they can barely hold the gun and they can't hold a shotgun here yeah. to all of a sudden you know they're kicking your tail crushing. you know on the mark and they're crushing. crushing you and then next thing you know they go on off and they're you mm-hmm. know it's it's amazing it's nice yeah. to see that uh because i see an
0: a-frame and i'm like oh god slow 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 and they see an a-frame they're
1: (laughs) they're in it yeah yeah it's like not fair at all it's exciting you know and it's not just three gun it's every piece of it you know i mean the older i get the more i do things like sporting plays now you know and so now i'm seeing you know that opportunity to just go and have fun i do a lot of charity events like i say with kids and clays that's a big you know thing we do 40 something events across the u.s it's uh all the benefit goes uh, is through the Ronald McDonald House awesome. Charities. So that's a really cool thing, and I get to do a lot of
0: auctioneering for them when I can. <laughs> We've heard his uh, practice auctioneering today. He's impressive. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I
1: love impressive. doing it. I do the charity events. Um, do you
0: practice that? I
1: do. I uh, totally do. Generally, before I go to okay. you know an event like to that. To warm up. Yeah. yeah. That's the rubber baby <laughs> buggy bumpers. Yep. That's impressive. <laughs> and Things like that. <laughs> yes. So It's just a self thing where, you know, you, you get that opportunity and it's so fun because yeah. you can pick on people a little bit while they're doing <laughs> it, you know, and, and make some jokes and have fun and raise money for a great cause. Yeah.
0: So. Okay. That's what I love about firearms too. So, so many people don't realize how much good firearms does. Huh. Right? Yeah. They have no clue. Seriously. And I go to matches, like, of course, that are generated to Generation 3 guns, one of them. But like, yeah, the Ronald McDonald House, charities, these. Um, like military and, and oh my gosh, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like nobody talks about that. Yeah, nobody. It's
1: very uh, uh, or very charitable philanthropist type of uh, industry. Huge. Um, when you see, you know, what some of the large companies do. And sponsorships. When you see what the conservation efforts are, just the fact of just yeah. hunters, you know, alone, they're the what saved the turkeys. They're what 100%. saved the deer population, the elk population. All that comes from that. Yeah. Um, you know, um, and we get to enjoy it, yeah. right? Waterfowl, uh, pheasants, forever. You know, I get yeah. to I get, I get, I get blessed that I get to do a lot of those things and call it work.
0: You yeah, know? <laughs> I, isn't that weird? I'm in that boat where I'm like, darn, yeah. I have to go to the range on a Thursday yeah. and try this out. I never imagined my life. Did you imagine your life would be this?
1: Yeah, kinda. Yeah. And I say that lightly. Um, yeah. I've always said, I think I wrote a paper when I was a senior in high school, and it was um, they said, "What do you see yourself doing?" And I said, "I'm not real sure exactly what it is, but I want to travel the world, yep. someone else to pay for it, and I want that to be something in the outdoor, hunting, fishing, or something that type of. That's awesome. industry. you know you and that was my goal. It. And you know, swimming pools was a was a great internship. That was a big thing. You know, uh, you know, when I say internship, I mean I did it for several years. But it's a great way to raise my family through at that time until the right opportunities came around, and I was ready for it too. I think mm-hmm. it'd have been a lot different if I had started in the industry. Right. Yeah. Um, but I gathered some other information and stuff like that. And I'm not the great guy, right? There's some people that just sure. you know are oh, so much better. At what, you know, we do in the industry than I am and so much more legendary status and things like that. There's some, you know, I, I get the pleasure of knowing some really, really good people throughout the last, you know, 15 plus, 20 years of, of doing this. Yeah. Right. And you just say, wow, you know, I'm able to call these people friends. <laughs> wow. Right. You Wild. And the history from it. And I'm looking forward to the future, too. Yeah. I mean. We're we, I don't think we've even begun to, te- to test no. what technology and firearms can do together. Yeah. Um, one of the cool products this year was really neat, you know, uh, that's in there, uh, was a uh, ammo system, a laser ammo system, and the, the guys are still out there playing it right now. I mean, it's been going on forever, and it's a cool one, and it's just one of those neat things, and what was great about it for, for that, and this is not a bragging thing by any means, but... You know, it was a product that I saw, and, a, you know, a junior shooter was, you know, was one of the, you know, who came through the camps, was yeah. there, and I knew him, and I'm like, hey, you know, it shot, and I'm like, show me this thing, and I'm like, hey, this is pretty cool, <laughs> and then next thing you know, it's in the Industry Choice Awards up for the, you know, for a uh, Premium Accessory of the Year, which is really cool. Have you ever we'll seen see.
0: a product like that take over the event? I mean, seriously, we have... Have some non-drinking games. I promise, just water. Uh, we've had some competitive uh, talking. Yeah, I yeah. mean, have you seen like that's that's that's. He's cool. done pretty good. Yeah, I have.
1: Well, I'm trying to think of another one that people just um, <laughs> like
0: gravitated. Yeah, and, and there's and always whatever.
1: something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. There's always something that everybody gravitates to, I love and, that. and uh, that one this year may be the year for that, that one. We'll see. Fun. I don't yeah. know. I mean, until the yeah. data comes back, yeah. you don't know what they really say. But you know get a bunch of knuckleheads from, from uh, the firearms, you know, <laughs> industry, and they go to something. Oh, yeah. And they're going to play at some oh, point. That's yeah. just, you know, they you work hard and you play hard, and Absolutely. we have that here, so that's kind of fun. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So, okay, in your whole firearms experience, can you narrow down the coolest thing you've ever done, whether it's like a full auto, a belt fed, an experience, who you've met? What is like the pinnacle that you've done so far? Hmm. That's a hard one to think about.
1: As far as a product that's or an event? That's not your
0: product, just like. What was something that happened in the firearms world that you're like, holy cow, that was the coolest thing I've ever done?
1: Like, mm.
0: Yeah. <sighs>
1: Two things. Okay. All right. Um, I'll, have to, yeah, I'll have to go to one of them's a more business oriented okay. one. So I was, uh, I got a call uh, a few years in after doing injection mold plastics and things uh, for the industry and doing well, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and really changing some dynamics of the company and, and all that we do. Of really focused on firearms, and that's all we do now is firearms and outdoor products. But at the time, we were kind of a more blended company. Um, I got a call one day, and it was a guy, and he said, and and again, this is not an attribute to me, I don't think. Um, He called me up and he said, Hey, I want you to make these specific products for me. I've got these things. And he says, Is that something you could do? And I go into full sales pitch mode. You know, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Here's my resources. <laughs> here's what I have. Here's what we do, and here's how we handle it, and all this, and talking about that. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. He said, "Listen, he said you're good. I'm just going to ship these things to you. The tools. Oh wow. I want you to start doing it." I'm like, we hadn't talked price. We haven't talked, you know, and you know, there's always going to be. Well, I know you're going to be fair, and and I'm like, okay, I I'm sorry, you know. Do we? He's like, yeah. He said, you don't have no idea who I am, do you? Said no, he said yeah. He said probably don't, and he gave me his name. He said you know, he said, he said probably. He said about eight years ago. He said you had you were you were with another company, and he was telling about that. And he said, and my son was at an event, Superstition Mountain or whatever you know, one of these events, and he's there, and he came over and talked to you. He said he was uh, fifteen at the time. He came over and talked to you. And you talked to him for a long time. You shot on a squad with him, and you recognized he was just a great, you know, that he was a, a good kid and all this stuff. And he said, and you contacted us, and he said, and he said, you sent us a gun for him to shoot and wear your jersey, and uh, and uh, which was a T-shirt at the time. Sure. We all these fast jerseys and stuff. You know, this is a T-shirt, you know. Uh-huh. And he said, he said, anybody that'll do stuff like that, he said, you, you got the business. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. That you know what I mean? Cool. And that's when I talk about the industry. So it wasn't something I did. Yeah. It was Treat something that equal. we do some we there. Do normal. And he's like, that's yeah. my son. That's really, cool. you know, and that's
0: just a neat story from that aspect. Heck yeah.
1: Um, that's one of the cool ones. You never ones. know
0: when it comes back around. I'll yeah. stop there too, because like I've had connections five years ago that I'm now working with them, with their marketing. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's it, it, Yeah, it's full circle for sure.
1: So that's, that's <laughs> probably one of the fun ones. Uh, another one I've got was, um, you know, of course, you may have heard the story already. It's the most famous hand in three gun. Have you heard the that story? Model? Yes, I'm a hand model from that and the voice, right? So it's because, you know, the one video that just went absolute viral. This is uh, uh Katie Francis when she was 13 years old, you know, and I, we get called in. It's the weirdest situation. We get called into a match in Texas from a match director that I've worked with several times. He's like, man, he said he had taken over a match like last minute okay. in Texas. He said, but his condition was that I got to have my own CROs. Okay. Right, he said, because I don't know these guys out there. So sure. I got to trust it to run the match. So he calls me up, right, and he said, "Hey, I need you to come out here." And I'm like, um, "Okay." I looked at my calendar. Yeah, I can be there. So I go out there, and uh, then because I'd done so much full auto work and things like that for the M16 programs and the military contract stuff, he's like, "Well, we've got this stage, and it's got a, you know it's full auto. It's the start gun." He yeah. said, "So you're going to run this stage?" You know, one question. It was just like, <laughs> "You're running this stage, right?" So I'm there. And then, you know, Chad and Katie Francis, who I barely knew at that point, yeah. right, were just there. And here's this little bitty blonde, pigtailed, braces-wearing, thirteen-year-old girl, mm-hmm. and she just hoses this stage. Okay. I mean, she just—I mean, it's just. And the video went viral. And it's all over. I get I get them every year. Somebody said, hey, have you ever seen this? And I'm like, yeah, my that's hand. my hand. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and at the end of it, you know. So I'm like, yeah, that's my hand. Yeah, I've seen it. Oh so that's a fun one. Uh, I've watched so many of the the junior shooters that have gone into the AMU. Yeah, you know, and things impressive. like that. I'll never forget, you know, uh, another Katie, uh, Katie Harris, back in the day. Um, didn't know her her dad or anything. She's with another. They're at the a shotgun. Uh, uh match i believe it was it was a shotgun match and um well the guy's talking to me he's like man she's a really good shooter she's young you know and this kind of stuff and so the guy sits here and starts talking to me with her and we're talking about oh, this is great you know about sponsorships and these type of things back in that day that was a big deal right you yeah. know it's still a big deal yeah um but i'm like and then I realized that the guy that was sitting there talking he, wasn't her dad. I'm like, whoa, 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 back
0: up. <laughs> uh,
1: we need to, I'm not going to sit here and have this conversation without her dad. Right. Right. Yeah. And formed a friendship over that for life, you know. And there's so many people like that, that you just, you know, there's guys you can call mm-hmm. and ladies that you could call anytime and they say, hey, I need this. And they're there. Oh, it's great. You know, they need you. It's, it's such an amazing community. So I think the, if I had to put, it's hard to pinpoint just one little thing. Sure. Because there's so many people that, uh, that, you know, I call just, just great friends. Family. You know, yeah, and family. family. Yeah. yeah. So cool. That is neat.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so for you, what's next? What are you working on? Uh-huh. Well, under non disclosure, yeah. I can't tell
1: you any of it. Now, there's some really cool stuff coming. I, I'm excited uh, for the industry yeah. to see how things, you know, I mean, Good gracious! Ten years ago, you didn't hear the word PCC. Yeah, right? no, and now of a sudden, right now. <laughs> all these you know knuckleheads are going, you know, yep. the, you know PCC, and that's great. And I see a lot of you know uh, potential stuff like that. You see a lot more. Uh, some more high-end race guns there yeah. are some great import products that are coming in that are pretty unique yeah um that um are, are, are changing some things so future rich i would say for yeah, sure. yeah. Uh, i think as long as we can hold the ammo situations out you know for a while um uh and it's tough but you know people are still fighting through that yeah um i think there's a lot of really cool products that I, if i if i look at the next i know i can't wait until I'm not spending so much on college for my four kids uh, because there's a lot more things that I need to buy, you buy. in the next yeah, two yeah, years. Yeah. yeah, there's some things and, and lots of history in the making you know, yeah. that are coming and I mean, like I say, that, you know, that Marlin was just its just a historical gun this year yeah. to me. That's one of those things where I'm, and now you've got Rem Arms coming back mm-hmm. from the old Remington and out of the ashes, this new company
0: yeah. and
1: they're really kind of a newer looking company. I, nobody knows what this is going to look like. I don't know what it's going to look like yeah. but who knows? I mean, they start going back to some legendary products that we've all seen over the industry time. I mean, who doesn't have an 870 shotgun in their safe? Or a 700, yep. or, you know, and these type of things, mm-hmm. you know? So seeing companies like that almost reinvent themselves to a new thing is kind of cool, too.
0: They're legend. You don't want that to go away. That's no, just powerful. No. And that's memories. I think when you have that first gun or that well known gun, like, Yeah. There is a very, very high value. I don't know. Sure. Never get rid of it. It might be
1: a $300, $400 shotgun. (laughs) You're seeing other ones like that too. You know, you see so many different companies that were, you know, uh, you know, you've got Colt and CZ now together. Who knows where that's going to go? I mean, that's going to be a, it's going to be an interesting mix to see how that blend happens. You know, an iconic legend of the U.S. and uh, an iconic type of legend from Europe, you know, all combining now. Yeah. that's exciting, you know, and I love to see. Just sit back and, and like I say, I refer to things like the Glock book and stuff like that. If you've ever read, that, it's kind of really a cool book it to read. Is. And you're sitting here and you're thinking of the way that they did things at that time. I don't like everything that they did, obviously, yeah. you know, but I look at it and go, man, I lived through that time and I didn't even see it. Yeah, I didn't recognize that all of a sudden this, you know, Tupperware gun. You know, this piece of Tupperware, plastic, you know, I have a plastic gun and the newsreels of how this was so dangerous because it was going to be able to go through metal detectors and all this type of stuff, right? right. And to where the industry is to now, everyone has a plastic Brain pistol and has a, you know, and and the revolvers kind of went away. And at that time, you know, people like Smith and Wesson, you know, who owned the market in, in, in law enforcement now. You know, it's all semi auto. And there's there some of the old holdout, you know, officers. I'm never going to get away because you can always rely on this, right. on my wheel gun. And now look at it today, yeah. right? Um, you see that? That's exciting to see how that changes. And you've got companies that are migrating from the north. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at just the state of Georgia right now. Oh, and in
0: Tennessee, I guess oh, Smith yeah. and Wesson is two coming years. to
1: Maryville. Uh, yep. uh,
0: Maryville. Maryville.
1: <laughs> Um, they're coming to Maryville. Um, you've got um, Beretta there yeah. in Gallatin, Tennessee. You've got in Georgia. You've got Ram Arms is going in there. You've got H and K. You've got. I mean, there's just uh-huh. yeah. to me the 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 states, for example, have like Connecticut, where all the you know, Connecticut, Massachusetts, where all this old die casting business, all the the you know those type of things happen in New Hampshire and and Massachusetts and uh, in Connecticut and and those areas, they kind of push those companies out. Yeah. And now those companies are showing up with new technology. Yeah. And it's kind of a neat thing because I see as the plants come in in different places, they're doing things different now. They're yeah. not doing it where the old way was that we're just hammering guns together and filing <laughs> stuff off. They're doing it. In you know, a very streamlined flow, that's how we've been able to watch the firearms industry. I love this. If you're watching the statistics and you go backwards, you can see the firearms industry kind of did its little things like this, and we'd have some upticks during election years and right. stuff like that. It has shot over the last 10 plus years. It has gone straight up, and that, that can be said because of the environment we're in, but I believe it has a lot to do as well with the manufacturing capabilities that these companies because they have moved. They've got out of their old shops and they've got out of the old ways they used to do things. And now they're looking at lean manufacturing and, and inventories, controls and stuff like that. And they're getting better at manufacturing. Yeah. You know, and now they can manufacture more. So they realize the market, you know, is, is still growing. It's and fair. so they keep going and they keep going. And most of these companies, one of the things this year, you know, we talked about earlier, um, not, not, not not a lot of new products came out in the last two years. Right. They couldn't, they're backlogged. They're so backlogged backlogged and, you know, you can't get, I mean, you know, some of the new products you're not going to be able to see for a year, but they're launched Yeah. because they can build the, they're building everything they can in a day. Yeah. Right. And it's, and they're working six and seven days a week and three shift operations. And they're just, and then they're trying to keep people.
0: New tools, new machines, Uh, train people. I've seen, and that's,
1: that takes time. But it used to be, there was, you know, where, you know, a company that could get out you know 500 guns a week mm-hmm. was just like whew, oh my gosh we did 500 <laughs> and now there's companies that are doing 500 a day they, yeah. you know and 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 it's just amazing to watch how that technology has really helped grow our industry i do believe that it's not only the growth of people's desire for for firearms mm-hmm. and to do that and their education has grown with it but i think the manufacturing has grown to that level too yeah. so i think we've got a long i still think we've got a good ways to go i'm, I'm kind of excited
0: it's neat coming to these events or seeing like SHOT Show come out and then yeah. being like, I really didn't think that this could be better and it is better. Yeah. Um, okay. For people listening that maybe would want to work in the skilled trades or engineering or kind of like what you do, like if they want to be on that that side of like, I guess, product development for the industry, yeah. where would they start? What would you recommend?
1: Well, I mean, there's lots of opportunities at certain levels, sure. right? And that's the big thing. Um everybody thinks that the job is I, I love this one uh everybody thinks the job is that all of a sudden i'm going to get in the firearms industry and i'm going to be able to just shoot guns and, <laughs> and uh and uh and 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 uh, travel and and work trade shows and do this. it's just so much fun
0: it, and it is it is
1: there's no question yes. about it but i loved um my funny one was uh uh, uh, uh you know, I remember interns that would come to work for us back at previous company when we were doing the M-16 contract, for example. Mm-hmm. And the interns were just like, oh, yeah, are you kidding? I get to work in firearms. This is the coolest <laughs> thing ever. And their job was very simple. They had to go to the range every day. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. You get to shoot full automatic guns every day. Okay. This just sounds awesome, doesn't it? Okay, well, you understand whether you get into contract stuff like that or you get into manufacturing type of thing, you've got X amount you have to do per day. Okay, and then somebody, help, oh, there's always somebody that has to do something, right? Yep. That means that person' my job might be loading magazines. The other person, I loved it because it didn't matter what the weather was. It didn't matter how hot it was. It didn't matter how cold it was. It didn't matter how much rain it was. You had to get this done every day. So that's tough when you're doing an outdoor range and stuff like that. And um, one one of the funny ones was uh, one of the young guys at one of our jobs, we bought one of those little mini bikes that you get at like Tractor Supply with the big fat tires on it. It's yep. a little short mini oh, bike. Oh, I've seen them on the guy. range. Yeah. So what their job was is. Bam bam, 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 Ten rounds go off for an accuracy test. Because nah, you've got a radio <laughs> on your head and you're like, go. And they and they ride this little mini bike down there, change the target as quickly as possible. Oh, as soon God, as they pass oh, around, bam, 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 Ten rounds and they they circled this range all day long and that's their job. That sounds awful. Isn't it? That sounds, sounds awful. awful. But you're in the firearms industry, uh, yeah. so the so the answer is, yeah, yeah. is you got to pay your choose
0: dues. You pay your dues and choose. You got to pay your dues,
1: and you know, and some of it's it takes all right. Yeah. So biggest thing is quality is a big deal, right? You know, it's always a big deal. But yeah. quality labs, if you can run a set of Uh, micrometers and you can measure and you can do that kind of stuff, you can pretty much find a job in the firearms industry. There's a big desire for people that will go and get further training to work to to run things like Coordinate measuring machines and things like that. Now, is it's kind of boring to a degree, but you get to see this new product, right? That's and general. it gets to you get to program this machine that's going to take these measurements and stuff, and it's kind of cool. You <laughs> You're know?
0: so nerdy nah, to a degree about <laughs> that, cool, but I mean,
1: <laughs> it's it's neat that you can do. Now that's a stepping stone, yeah. Right, that's a point, yeah. and that's one of the most important parts of a gun, right? Just think about how important it is that those whole dimensions and that this fit goes together and stuff like that. So you're really kind oh, yeah. of being a. You talk about an influencer. Oh yeah. That person who's measuring and doing it's a big influencer. Yeah. Into uh, some degree, um, and then you've got other ones that are you know just simply is that's a big degree field you know that not this degree but just a, a, a move into learning. Uh-huh. But when you're good at stuff like that, you could just spread out from there. You know, yeah. and, and yes, there's engineering, obviously, but engineering for the most part is um you if you intern or stuff like that is you're going to get there and you're going to be building things like bill of materials and all that you're not going to be actually sitting here behind the SolidWorks designing the new Thunder latest Gun. greatest <laughs> thing you're going to get the crap work to Absolutely. begin with right you know yeah, yeah. um but that's what you got to do you got to yeah. build up from there um Lots of opportunities, and the fun comes with it too. Because it really I mean, does. who else gets that opportunity? I know several companies that they every year raffle off to their employees and right. certain mid levels and stuff like that that they get to go on an African safari hunt, or they get to go on this yes. big pheasant shoot that's all paid for, or fishing trips, or shot show, so and, or about... shot show <laughs> and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. it's amazing to see how you know, engineering and quality people and sales and marketing, yeah. you know, who are always kind of there, but sales and marketing, you know, is another show, you know, type of thing, but they get excited with it too. I still so. love those shows. Yeah. I'm I that person. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually,
0: <laughs> I am too. I mean, I always look at a very optimistic world. Absolutely. I get excited. Those are your people that you only see so often. And yeah. it's, it's once, once a lifetime, sometimes every single time. Yeah. Because it, yeah, they're very memorable. Yeah. Hmm. So.
1: It's exciting. I mean, there's lots of opportunities still, I mean, and uh, I'm excited for the industry, you know, growth. I feel like, you know, you got to keep it fresh, too, right? You can't get so down with it that, you know, if you've done it a long time, you're like, oh, boy. The burnout, yeah. I've heard it so many times people say, well, there's really nothing new.
0: Oh uh, like, no, really? No 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 no. I don't know
1: what industry you're in, but and, and sometimes <laughs> we do get stale. Sure. Um but in a lot of cases this is one to where if you really look and you'll find it.
0: Oh gosh, yeah. Yeah. My mind's blown like every day. Yeah. Um I got this new tool set, so so stupid. people that are on my Instagram laughed at me, but just the button with the flashlight on the end of like the screw bit driver blew yeah, <laughs> yeah. my mind. Yeah. I'm like, this is so cool. And then just like somebody else pointed out something else where the lower pin went into this block thing oh my god it's so dumb yeah but the little things that blew my mind that stopped me in my place was like oh i can't live without it mm-hmm. can't live without it.
1: Mm-hmm. so that's pretty cool and there's stuff <laughs> like that you know once you get it you're like i'm, I'm never ever, going I'm back without it yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'd never do without it. i mean who knows what's next you know i mean flamethrowers and <laughs> you know coming fun. out of there you know i mean you name it i mean I mean we're I sitting out here we're, I'm out here shooting we're out you know these guys are out there shooting lasers <laughs> all over the place you like know lasers <laughs> for four hours with it and it's just fun it is yeah.
0: fun uh x products came out with their pepsi like soda launcher can oh, yeah. like all oh yeah. the, like but the, I don't even know all the things that you can launch on but that was really fun yeah, it's
1: pretty cool it's so stupid well, you it know what's going on on the on the uh you know the 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 military front too right with next you know, generation like, weapon systems and all that mm-hmm. there's You know, we've had the standard M4, M16 platform and version, you know, going on 50 plus years. Yeah. Right? A lot of new technology since then. I've had the pleasure of being a part of a few of those things, right? When you're watching how these, you know, new soldier weapons are coming around. And things that, the technology that we have with, you know, giving to our soldiers. Because that's the best thing we do is we want them to be the most, you know, uh, technologically and you know, establish superior firepower immediately. That's yeah. the number one rule, right? You yeah. you you overwhelm them with your you know with your superiority, mm-hmm. right? And so, some of the stuff we're doing, you know, is pretty interesting to see those things <laughs> come out. So I'm watching the you know you watch the military side a little close. You'll see there's going to be some really and and when those things happen, I mean, you take just the M16 and the M4 back from the Vietnam eras and on forward, you look at where that's at today. That now we've got. Competition AR 15s in our saves everywhere, right? Yep. And those type of things. It's yep. kinda
0: cool. It's it kinda is. cool. Uh, is there anything else we want to talk about that we haven't covered?
1: Ah. Uh, boy, I've just been rattling on that's great. chatterbox. But um <laughs> not I mean, you know, besides the fact of just getting involved, right? Yeah. You know, that's the thing about it. And I and I and this is not, you know, you try to give back everywhere you can with it. I love it. I love the opportunity and see you know, to see someone like at Kids and Clays, you know, event when you're there and have someone get up and, and 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 share their testimony, I guess, you know, would be the right word that their their child was, you know, was a cancer leukemia patient and they're down there and you know how much money that is. And they stayed for free in a Ronald McDonald house.
0: Oh my goodness, yeah. And
1: I'm sitting here thinking for one second, are you, I mean, you know, boy, I... I don't matter here what I just did with this. That's the important stuff. And then you see, like I say, you know, some of the other junior shooters who go on to do great things, you know, whether it's in the shooting sports or just in life, uh, that you can influence on that. And then you just see just, you know, the the regular people, not just the the kids side of it, but um, you see how much good you're able to do. Just by doing something you enjoy, but yep. giving back, you know. Yep. And I think if you're not doing that, um, get involved. And it takes a lot of people to get involved. Yeah. Range officers are always hard to come by. Yep. Even if you've never done it before, you can come out there. I mean, we I'm help. a most people. I mean, I'm a horrible range officer. Most people know that. <laughs> <laughs> that. That's where they know me from, right? You know, from from those worlds of it, but. Um, and then you know, and then moving on to the, the behind-the-scenes things of like being a match director, yep, uh, of running a match, and all the details that come behind it. Um, and then uh, you know, and especially when it comes down, and you can tie that in with some sort of worthy charity type of thing. Mm-hmm. But I, if I had to say one thing that I would say would change this industry more even dramatically, I would say would be if you started if people started giving the positive feedback into a way instead of going this product is horrible i hate this and i hate these people and you send them nasty emails when you get a good one yeah let them know yeah how much you appreciate it because i mean we're the first ones to 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 chastise somebody or a product or something broke on it And you know, it might be you. Yeah, you know, and it's not like well, it's it's okay. It is, and I'm gonna go back to the manufacturing side. It's manufacturing, right? And you know, and you don't get to see behind the scenes that that company, you know, uh, uh, you know, had you know, 17 people call out on their second shift that week and because of whatever reason and this you know covid or whatever they want to use for it you know and and they couldn't staff that not that that product should ever make it out the door sure but at the same point they're fighting challenges and the last thing they're beat down just like anybody else is in the business and they only hear the beat down they're beat down and they're tore down and all this kind of stuff and then you get some person who just comes back and says, your product is horrible, and they blast you on social media, you know, that, and they, they unfounded sometimes. Sometimes it's founded, sure. and you can be constructive about it, but yeah. we will eat our own young yeah. if a product is, you know, failing and someone's having a manufacturing issue with it, yeah. right, for whatever reason. And I'm saying, hey, everybody's, everybody's, everybody's but sometimes you've got to give a benefit of a doubt, and if they continue to be junk, sure. I'm, I'm with it, right? Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I've had those companies. Yeah. I've had products that I'm like, this is junk. <laughs> but you know, you try to go about it in the most positive yeah. way, and then you get those, and you, you you happen to get that one customer service guy that day who's having a bad day for whatever reason, and you chew him out, you know? Yep. Because he's sitting there going, uh, I, uh, I, I, yes, I'm, and they said, well, how do you want me to send it back? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I yeah. just think um, it's a lot easier to uh, to say, hey. Let's 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 realize we're all in it together. Yeah. And if you've got a firearm company or an accessory type of company, yeah. and you're a user of those products, and you're that, we're all in that same family. Oh yeah. And we're all fighting a much bigger issue. Yeah. Which is the rest of the world doesn't want us to have any of this stuff.
0: No, nope, doesn't want to hear the positives that we so do. So if we start
1: anything. fighting so hard amongst ourselves, yeah. It's going to get worse and worse for us in the long run. So yeah. I'm, and they, and, and I, you know, I'm not going to get political about anything, but hey, they, that's the one thing that's going to happen. They want to divide you.
0: A hundred percent.
1: So um, give back where you can, yeah. you know, is one of the big things I'll say, you know, do what you can from that ty- type of thing. Um, the other one is let's be positive about the stuff, you know, and it's okay to be constructive criticism that you don't like it, but you don't have to blast your whole <laughs> experience on social media. Yeah, You know, and when you don't even have anything to back it up, that's one reason that I love this, you know, evaluations that we do is because none of it's going out to social media, right? It's not going out to this world that people can judge this. It's going right back to the customer who can say they can use what they like and don't use what they don't like. Right. Right? And they may agree or disagree with you, and that's okay. Yeah. Whether they make changes or not, that's on them. Oh, yeah, yeah, They have the data now, but when you put it out there and everything that they do is this is negative, this is negative, and you suck, and whatever. Right. It's not a good way for the industry to to continue to grow because now eventually they're just going to go, man, this is too much work for for no one who appreciates the work that that they do. No, I agree.
0: And I think a lot of the products, too, like – fits certain people, demographics, different different mm-hmm. people. So like when somebody just trashes, 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 this whole other market you don't know is like that's the perfect fit size. That's the perfect thing for XYZ, yeah. right? Um and then like I, I go back to like nothing has a hundred percent guarantee in life. Nothing. Sure. Zero, sure. right? But it's like the one time they have a malfunction or something happens negatively and it's one in a really a yeah. million. They will trash on the post and like we're like, okay, did you contact the company? Did you try to make it right first? Well, no. Okay. Well, yeah. I know the president. I could call him right now, right? Yeah. It's like so. It's very frustrating not give them the opportunity to make it right. Mm-hmm. A lot of them want to make it right. They want to know because they are going to go back to their team. They're going to fix that. You know, you're totally right. So it's just really frustrating because I do defend a lot of our people, whether yeah. I know them or not. It's like hang on, or like <laughs> I have some the people that use it for the wrong purpose. and was like, yeah. you're in the wrong. Yeah. But what do I know? Yeah. And I would so, say the
1: same thing goes for matches as well. Yeah. I'm going to bring that out. I mean, I'll go ahead and lay it out there. I mean, yeah. when you realize how hard the range <laughs> officers work, how hard the match directors and the people who yeah. set and do all that work, for your enjoyment, yeah, right, and there's no money in it, yeah. right? It's you talk about, uh, uh, you know, I spent the week before coming here yeah. working on that for a future match, you know, for a decent, and it's a lot of thought process, and you're doing your best, right, to yeah. to make a great experience, and you want to build something that people talk about and for enjoy, your- and, yeah. and and become, you know, that they can talk about. Oh, remember this stage that we did this, when yeah. we had this, and all that. Um, you want that, and then all it takes is 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 one, you know issue that comes up and instead of going man i get it it's, uh, you know what it may not be it, you, we didn't think about everything yeah right you missed something or whatever that may be and i try you know, we try our best to not miss stuff yeah. but you missed one little you know area or something or whatever in a match and you tried to do something cool and then everybody figures out how to make it uncool right because oh that's not fair for me because i'm this or whatever And you know yeah. i mean you try you try your best with it sometimes you know you get enough negative, you're like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing it? Yeah. Yeah. And so, be, you know, and it's not, they, they, it doesn't always have to mean you're not paying them. You're not, but, you know, give them a pat and say, man, you know what, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. And here's what I really liked about it. But, you know, I know you had a problem here, but I get it, man. I've been there. I've done that. Yeah. I've had, I mean, I know I do that at matches. I go to one, and I'm like, man, that was really neat. That was enjoyable. And I tried, you know, when I built my sporting clays range, right, it was one of the things I did is I traveled and went to all these different you know, events and I was looking at what they did uh, and I was like, that's a great set. Yeah. I loved how that worked. And I would use that back at my at my own place, right? To to see and that's the same thing I think match director and things like that do is we try to come up with really cool stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you see it and you're like, man, how can I innovate that and make it kinda cool for what I'm trying to do. You know? Um so yeah, support those folks too. And I'm not saying me, right? I'm just saying from all the matches. You know, and we're like, well, I can't go because I'm not ever going back there again because, you know, I had to do this. Well, that's okay. You get yeah. to choose where you put your money, but at the same point, realize the effort that went behind it. Sure. For yeah, people yeah, doing yeah. that, and you don't have to tell 30 people. You know, if you what's that old thing? If you have a great experience, you... Oh, Generally, yeah. you only tell like one or two people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have a bad experience, they tell twenty, and yeah. now with social media, they freaking tell the world. Yeah, you know. And I'm like, come on! It was a private thing that happened. This went on, and yeah. you can just you can handle it, and it doesn't have to be spread. And, and I don't I'm not using any examples. I'm just sure. saying this is a. The community is such a good community. Let's don't mess it up. Yeah. Let's don't mess yeah. it up because everybody wants us to mess it up. That's and if true. And you, if you say, oh, this was unsafe, I love this, you know, this was unsafe and you posted that on a, oh, on a social media. We're done. As soon as anything accidental, whether it happened or on that person's range, yeah. that, that person is now liable that they're sitting on a witness stand and they're saying, didn't you have it's a bad. previous incident?
0: Yeah. And you're like, no, that's not, this wasn't. had nothing to do with that. Yeah.
1: So you just gotta be real, real careful with that. And I
0: love media. and hate videos because um, everybody's like, oh, you broke one eighty, or oh, you did this, or, oh, you, you did this. You can't tell. You can't that. tell on the angles. You no. like, it's just, it's really frustrating. But there are videos I have where it's like, okay, well, I'm afraid to do that because the RO came here, or I did this. It's like I'm gonna. It's just yeah. it's not worth it.
1: Yeah. It's not it's, worth it. It's not. It's better I just to be. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of, and I love it. You know, I learned this one a long time ago. One of the guys said, you know, I'm doing a charity event type of thing, just kind of a side match. And I said, you know, this is just for fun.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? This is a fun side. You know, it's not. A, and the guy looked at me and he said, are you keeping score? I said, well, yeah. He said, it's not for fun. It's competition. <laughs> I'm like, you can't even have fun. I mean,. And if you're not having fun, bye. Yeah, I mean, and and he was right. He's right, and to a degree. But sometimes we just got to be a little lighter about this stuff and say, you know what? And I'm not saying get to a point where your unfair advantage is and blah, blah, blah. we got yeah. enough of that in the world. Yeah, but yeah. it's not that everybody gets a trophy and we're going to make everything perfect for every person. It's and not going yeah. um, If it works well for you, great. You're going to have advantage sometimes, disadvantage sometimes. Guess what? You know, yeah. It's just there. And, and have fun and, and do it. And, and respect the, you know, the, the the work that went into it from, from all the people that do it. And definitely the biggest thing I can say about you know, one of the, some of the questions and stuff I put in the evaluations, I might snuck a few of these in about you know uh, to people. Where would you most likely find this product, and where would you hear about it from? And you know, such a high percentages of friends and influencers and yep. people at matches or I found it. You know, hey, I outfitted a lot of product over the years of of guns and components for me and my kids off of price table stuff that I was pulling out at the end. That's cool. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, if ever there's you know, I wish that things like you know, gun oil and hats would become as hard to get as primers because I'd be rich because I got plenty of that stuff where I finished <laughs> on the prize Me table. Too. I got so much, pri- you know, gun oil from every different version. But now I have in every we're... bag. Yeah. In
0: every pocket. Yeah. I'm not complaining. But
1: I mean, if it get as rare as primers, look how great I'd be. My whole garage is full of that stuff. Right. So, every uh, color,
0: um, every smell. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh.
1: So that's oh, the okay. kind of fun stuff, I think, if I had to leave it with, I you like know, with folks there. Just think, get an idea of, it is a lot of fun, but you know we also got to check ourselves
0: sometimes. Sure, to make sure we're in it. That makes sense. Now, if someone want to find you, other on social media or your website, whether it's your business or Gen Three or whatever, do you want to share the links here? Sure, I can.
1: Uh, obviously, uh, well, I am on Facebook. They can hit me up on there. I'm um, the on the as someone said earlier the the uh, the the book of faces. Yeah. So I'm on the Facebook, um, uh, just David power there. Um, if you don't have a few connections with me and you don't have a gun, probably in your picture or something like that, I may not say yes. Right. Depends, you know, yeah. um, from that aspect. Um, we all do that. I think yes, it's kind of where yep. we uh, got out.
0: They're mutual. Um,
1: the organizations, I can say you'll see me all over, right, if you come to match and stuff like that. The uh, I'm excited for this year. I'll just break that out. I mean, I've got um, several Sporting Clays events to go to, charity events. So I'm always at the. a lot of the Kids and Clays organization. If you ever hear about one of those in your area, just go to it. I don't care whether you have. A, you're gonna have a great time shooting sporting plays, and that's just a fun thing to do. And they're gonna, you know, it's just a fun thing to go out and, and enjoy and entertain with that. Uh, and they're gonna have lots of auctions and and raffles and things like that that you can throw a little money at cool. and win some cool stuff. So that's always a good one. It's supporting a good cause. You'll see me a lot of those. Um, the DC project is this year in June. I'm the match director for that, so I'll be on that one. Uh, the Gadsden Shooting Center Shotgun Championship is coming up or championship is a light word um, fun time with a it's, a it's a reason to go shoot some shotgun for a day you only have one gun that's at the end of April uh, 29th, 30th and then you can uh, play cornhole all night oh uh, my god so in Missouri for this year at the Gadsden Shooting Center then you've got DC Project uh, then we've got uh, the Blue Ridge Mountain is coming back. I was so excited for that is in August, uh, right? In August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you've back. never seen that old group, that is a fun <laughs> physical match from that aspect. I'll be at that. Uh, this is the twentieth year, so I think that's uh, because he had to skip a couple of years in there with the location changes and stuff like that. So I think this is number thirteen or fourteen cool. for Andy Horner um, with Blue Ridge Mountain. Uh, Rocky Mountain Three Gun this year is the twentieth year. Um, okay. It's a very big one down in Raton, New Mexico. Um, oh, I Rocky right. Mountain! That's right. Didn't that just happen? Uh, I missed that. Uh, it was Superstition Mountain. Super yeah. Okay. So okay. Uh, lots of great matches. I mean, you know what? It is cool to stay local and do with the same group, but I suggest it's people f- matches
0: have different time flavors. To go out. There's a big flavor,
1: yeah. and uh, so I'm I'm excited to go out with Denise and JJ and that whole group yeah. in the West and Raton, uh, and uh, and do the 20th year for uh, for Rocky Mountain Three Gun. Um, good gracious, I'm trying to think of others. There's a lot of events well, this year.
0: Comes back. Donnie's, Donnie's
1: pro am is Pro-Am's coming in, free. yeah. You're yeah. free, Yeah, The Tar Heel series is it's coming. Cool. Donnie's running his uh pro am uh this year, which is a great yeah. you know venue to pick back up on. Very nice. Um, lots of great matches and stuff. And I know I'm missing some, and I apologize to anybody that I'm I'll not plugging for now. you. <laughs> yeah, just there's a whole list of them. Look at that, but All um, right. uh, I'll be a lot of them. Um, because it's Work. <laughs> <laughs> I, <can't. laughs> I Love it.
0: Well, David, thank you. For yeah, so for
1: thanks for having me on the podcast. It's I appreciate it.
0: And good luck with the ICAs. I think what you have built is phenomenal. Again, I'm on that sales marketing side, right? But yeah. the feedback's huge, and um I appreciate how the companies are they're yeah. doing this.
1: I do too. Yeah, I can't thank the companies enough. That's what really keeps it going. Yeah. And so we can, we hope that they're getting a good service out of it. They're telling us they are. We they just are. need to get bigger.
0: Yeah. We just need
1: more and more companies recognizing and taking advantage of it. I mean, yeah. my goodness, it's cost you a little bit of this for you to send it in. Right. And if you want it back, I'll send it back. Right. No? Hey, if you want to get double down, you can do it. You can, you know, we'll put it in cool. gen three and, and it's fun when I get to take the product up there and, you know, something we've evaluated and I can't be an evaluator. Obviously I'm too yeah. connected. I just run the team. But when I get up there, to auction it off. Oh, I'm going to tell stories about your product. Cause I'm going to be getting yeah. that price up. I've sold, you know, I've sold, you know, some really cool products that are way over the retail price because yeah, yeah, you yeah. get people wanting it so badly. And I'm not saying, and it's all going to a great cause. So yeah. I'm not putting any money in our pockets. Yeah. It's going for the good stuff. So, awesome. yeah, it's cool. I love
0: it. Thanks for you what you do, what you do and, and I'm excited to shoot some matches this year with you. Yeah, yeah really sounds good. good. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Listening to the next episode of the Redicle Up podcast. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Redicle Up podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Follow along on social media at RadicalUp or 3GunKenzie.